Hey guys, this is Friends Next Door, a podcast created by three very excellent friends who love to chat, give advice to each other, and generally just enjoy the company of one another. Here are your hosts, Mia, Dan, and Thomas. You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one door. door. No, no, no. When I after one, do it. Ready? Door. door. What's up, guys? Welcome to Friends Next Door. This is your host Dan, and I'm here with Thomas and Mia. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey. We're uh, we're just here chilling. We're not going anywhere because we can't go anywhere. That's going to change soon because uh, it's June 18th and New York City is set to open some more next week. So, yay, we're all excited about that because we have all been home for the last three months. Yeah, I don't even know what it feels like to go out anymore. And honestly speaking, I don't, it's going to be a weird feeling because, you know, we've just been used to staying home this whole time. And I'm just, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time figuring out what I can or cannot do. And we'll have to readjust to the outside do. world. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Well, I am excited, but even more excited, I get to talk to you guys today, and I'll be leading the topic today because I wanted to talk about this. I think um, this is something that I think everyone at one point or another has maybe asked somebody about this or wondered themselves, but today's topic is going to be confidence. I think today's topic has Dan's name written all over it. (laughs) I love this topic. I love this topic because this is like, like... what everyone wants, right? Or they think they want. Everyone thinks they want to be confident or do they? So we're, we're going to get into it. So I'm right off the bat, I'm going to ask you, Mia, do you think you're a confident person? I mean, why, why doesn't everybody want to be confident? I think they all, or we all want to be a confident person. If I were to assess myself, I don't think I'm like an uber confident person. I think my my default state is always like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, uh, you know? So that's usually my first thought every time I'm faced with something. So if mm. I were to just, you know, give myself a score, maybe a, <laughs> I don't know, five out of 10? Don't sound <laughs> very confident in that answer. I know, I know. I'm so, just like giving, oh, giving it too much. Like, I don't know. I'm so anyway, Thomas. Have you always been like that? Um, yeah, like I think even so. going th- back to like grade school, like as far as you can remember, you, you feel like you've always been kind of confident, kind of not confident. Okay. Or not, no, okay. Or like, yeah. L- let me, let me, uh, rephrase that. I think back then I was confident in myself because I used to be pretty good. Like I, I was a pretty good student, you know, I was like top three in my class. So in that sense, I was confident in myself. Uh, but as I was growing up, I think, I don't know, in college, you don't really have that benchmark, right? Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to gauge how, well, how you're doing in school or how are you doing in, 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 at work and things like that. So um, that's why it was a little harder for me. But so anyway, you, moving on to Thomas. <laughs> okay, because I got more to ask. But Thomas, in general, do you feel like you're a confident person? 
Uh, I think my answer would be, it depends. Uh, it's going to be kind of similar to Mia where it's like, overall, I wouldn't, uh, I say I'm not, um, but for certain topics, for certain things, I'll probably be a little overconfident. Right. So you're saying things that you feel like you can speak on or you've personally experienced, you feel like you're confident in those things. Yeah. Probably things that I've gotten reps of like repetitions in. Um, and, and that, that kind of helps build the confidence to do it, whether it's some sort of, cause I remember as a child, um, I was not very good at physical activities. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at like, I, it was also just like, I never got the reps in to get good at it. Um, and it wasn't until, uh, probably late into high school when I started going to like a Chinese dance and gymnastics kind of deal. And that was like, Oh, Hey, this is something that I can really get good at if I get the reps in. And then that was like my foundation on, on uh, building the confidence for that, right? Uh, and then I, and that kind of translated into my work ethic for everything else as well. So it's like, as long as I can get the reps in, um, I'll feel more confident. And if I don't, I feel like very wavy on a certain thing. So right. does that mean before you start on anything, you know, a project or whatever it is, do you feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this thing or you're like, I'm going to do it and I'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. My 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 default state is probably uncertain because there's a lot, of, <laughs> so there's a, there's a like lot of uncertainty in this world. Right. So, Mia, would you say you're like that too based on like if you're walking into an unknown situation, do you feel like like you're confident about it or wishy-washy? Totally. I it's the latter. If you think about the time when we went to Vermont when we went to the obstacle course, <laughs> It was oh, yes. me walking into Great the unknown, question. right? Great like, question. I don't Great. even know. I'm not yeah. a physically, like, athletic person. Mm. Um, and then I know that it's going to be pretty hard. And I just know that I have to push myself that day. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. But it's like, at that point, I really didn't really have any other alternative way. Like, I just had yeah, to do it. Yeah, you were stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what you're like, saying is that if we get you to do the courses a couple more times, you'll be, you'll feel more confident about that. That's a hard pass. <laughs> Wait, that so obstacle like, course is one of those things where I'm just going to say, been there, done that. Yeah. Check that uh, box. So what about something that you are like, let's say your job, like, let's say that's something mm -hmm. you've done now. And do you feel confident mm -hmm. in your job? Uh, yeah, I think confidence is something that I can, I'm trying to build, um, yeah. like Thomas said, from repetition, right? Um, and in my job, I think the biggest thing for, you know, me as a customer success or account manager person is that you need to make sure that you are a good quarterback, you know, um, and you're a people person, and you can manage that relationship with your customer. And so public speaking skills is something that's pretty important in the job. And you have to be able to carry a conversation, um, kind of mediate between your team members and the customer. So that takes, that's all, that all takes practice. Um, yep. So, and, and in this job that I'm in right now, uh, that conversation, that happens pretty uh, frequently. So right. in that sense, I get my practice in and so I get better at it and, and hence I get more confident in myself too. Right. So, okay. All right. I've, I think I understand 
both of your sort of where you're coming from and overall, like how you guys perceive yourself as like a Mm -hmm. overall confident person. So for me, like what, what Thomas said, I always, I always, um, define confidence like this, like anybody can be confident at something they do all the time. Right. Like if, if like Thomas is super confident in his job, he's a, he's a software engineer. So he could, you know, he'd be like, listen, I've done this. I know how this works. I'm super confident when I speak to people about this, maybe not something else, you know? Um, and like you, me, I'm like, you're like, I'm confident in the things that I am, but not in the things that I'm uncertain. So I think, right. I think that's like the crux of it is like confidence. How do you define confidence? Right. So for me, like I define it, like, it's almost like blind belief in yourself. Like, it's like you, you go into the unknown and you're like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't have the answers. I don't know if this is going to be bad for me or good for me, but the way I tackle it would be, I'm going to just deal with anything that happens to the best of my ability. Whereas I think for somebody else, maybe like you guys, would you say you go into a situation where you're like, this is unknown. So I'm going to proceed with extreme caution because I don't know if this is good for me. And if it turns out to be bad for me, I don't, I don't like that feeling. I, I want to get myself out of that situation. And hence, yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's not yeah. even, it's not even about like, if it's bad for me, it's like, if I'm entering a situation where I'm uncertain and then whatever I say or do has impact on others as well. Right. Right. Oh no, for oh, me, it's sorry, all about guys, me. My, my, uh, I'm trying to turn my phone off, but anyway, see, like, <laughs> see, like, this is like, a, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, this is, this sucks. I'm kind of ruining our podcast. Just kidding. But you know what? I'm just going to put my phone in my pocket and uh, everybody that's trying to call me right now, I'm going to turn it off because I just don't know how to turn it off. Screw right them. <laughs> Screw them. Yeah. I'm trying to do a podcast right now. And, and uh, these iPhones, I literally don't know how to turn them off. Um, so that, that's like where everybody, I love how we're all different because how I grew up, for example, like I, it's kind of like, I, I don't have shame. So if I do something from when I was a kid and, and, all, and, and I think that there's got to be a good balance, right? Because when I was growing up, I would say that like I'm a pretty confident person in general because growing up, like if somebody was, was mean to me or if somebody was like, Dan, you can't do this, you can't do that. And they come down on me. I don't know. Like it just kind of brushes off me. So I'm like, oh, sorry. I guess I can't do this thing. I'm sorry that it affected you because I didn't know any better. Right. So I obviously like once I knew it, I'm like, okay, I shouldn't do this because it's going to affect other people. So as I got older, I'm, I'm just like, okay, I should be more aware of other people's feelings, but I never lost that sort of just like blind going, you know, just kind of like happy go lucky, any situation. I'm like, you know what that, Hey, this is what life's going to present me. Uh, as long as I'm not hurting somebody knowingly. Um, and as long as I'm being considerate, I'm like, Hey, what's the worst that can happen? You know, like, I'm just going to give this thing a try or I'm going to, if somebody, I mean, in, in my everyday life, you know, in interpersonal things, we, you know, I get in my job, I get yelled at even a lot, you know, people like in our first podcast, you know, real estate, like Thomas said, people hate me without even meeting me <laughs> because they just what? think that real estate, real estate agents are just like the, you know, scum. You know, so people come at me with an attitude already and it's like, whoa, whoa, you never, you don't even meet me and you're already coming here. Like I'm your enemy. So, um, I think that it's directly related to like, if, you know, if you 
you're like thinking, you might be thinking too much on how people perceive you, which affects your ability to have blind belief in yourself in certain situations. Would you, I think it's that, that? uh, yes, to a certain degree, but also the other part of it is like me having this irrational fear of like, what if I fail, you know, but then what if I fail, right? Right. If I fail and I fail, and then you can just kind of learn from that situation and move on and then do better next time. But um, sometimes that fear is just kind of overwhelming that you just forget about the other things. And then right. to me, it's kind of like, do you think it's, it's like the difference between looking at the glass half full or half empty? Because mm. when you're walking into an unknown, um, it can go either way. And then you can choose to see the situation no, that's either way, essentially. True. Definitely true. So I've, uh, I've had a traumatic experience baking things before. So now whenever I try to bake something, right. I have to think if I fail, I have to eat all of this. And do I want to do that? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think like, how does that affect your, like, you might, you might think twice about baking something, but I guess your overall confidence level, like, do you feel like, okay, well, I'm, I'm better at baking, so I'm not afraid of like trying to bake something. You know, does that make sense? Because you've already tried it and you know the worst that can happen. Oh, no. The I'm, worst that I'm, can happen out of that situation is you either have to eat whatever failed product that you make or just trash it. And I spent you know, a week eating super dry focaccia. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. it's and because I hate, I also hate wasting food. So I'm definitely going to eat it. I'm not even going to feed it to people because I, I, I won't feed people things that I won't eat. But, but it's like, but just, just in terms of, just in terms of like, in terms of gaining confidence, it's like the reps have to, to me, it's like I have to prove to myself whether it's like with like a base case or something. And then you expand on that, that I'm capable of doing something rather than, so it's like for me, my first thought going into a new situation is never going to be, I got this. It's going to be, can I do this at a small, at a small scale first? And then I can build on that. And right. then, so, so for me, that's how I built the confidence. Right. So I feel like a lot of people are in, are in that shoe, right? Because it's, it's a self-preservation mechanism. You know, we all don't want, like you said, Thomas, it's not so much you're afraid for yourself, but you're like, I don't want to hurt somebody else. I don't want to get, uh, you know, make somebody else. I don't want to offend them. Right. I feel like for you, it's like your, your fear is you don't want to basically, yeah, like just, you know, hurt somebody or not hurt, you know, like make them upset at you. Would, would, is that, would that be accurate? Kind of. I mean, I was thinking of the sense of like, um, I, I, in the sense of a, there's an opportunity of like picking, kind of like deciding the direction of a project or, or, or something like that at work. And then whatever I decided goes. So if it, you know, if it fails, yes, I'm ultimately responsible, but, um, uh, but, uh, but like it also, you know, negatively impacts other folks as well. Yeah. How, how important do you think like confidence is for you? Pretty, pretty important. I'd say. Yeah. All right. So basically what I'm trying to get is I think confidence is overall because you because me or Thomas, you're like, well, I think it's important for everybody. But I'm basically what I'm saying is like it's this we've defined it as like if you're not confident, that's bad. 
But my, my thing is like, well, if the only way you gain confidence is to do something over and over, which is fine. But to me, that's like, that's the default. That's what everybody thinks. It's like, I'm not going to do something until I'm sure I can do it. But the definition of that is not to be an overall confident person. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of times when people ask like, well, how do I, how do I, how, how do all right, let's just take an example. Like so people, people have asked me or whatever. They're like, how do I approach somebody who I'm romantically interested in? And, and let's just put it out there, there, okay? Because this is where I'm going with it. Or, okay, let, let's say there's two, there's two facets of, there's two areas of life where this people ask this question, right? Asking for a friend. Basically, it's like, how do I approach somebody that I'm interested in romantically and not get rejected? Key Hold on, the answer, the answer to that wouldn't be practice. <laughs> so, the answer okay, to uh, that would be something else. Practice hitting on girls as many times you want okay, before so, you get to this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, no. Okay. And then, and then, right. So we'll get right back to that. Mia. And then also, of course, <laughs> of course, like people will ask like, well, how do I gain confidence on a daily basis at work with something that is unknown, but I feel like I want to, you know, tackle it and not be so scared to tackle it or whatever, or maybe like just, I want to try something new, but I'm afraid. Right. So my, my, what I was saying is if our definition of confidence is like, you only gain confidence when you do that thing a million times. But the problem is what is actually stopping people from becoming confident is the very thing that doesn't allow them to get practice because of the fear of the unknown, fear of consequences on themselves, fear of what other people might think, all of the above. Fear of failure. Fear of failure. So it's almost like we're, we're trapped in this situation where I feel like people need to realize it's not about, it's like they have to, one way to gain confidence is to do it over and over. So if that's somebody like you, Thomas, like if, if you know you're, you're that type of person where you're like, I need, like you just said, I need to have enough reps where I feel the next time I'm going to be confident to deal with the consequences. Then my, my thing would be, okay, you know that about yourself. So now how do you work on your mindset normally to make to allow you to practice something over and over at, at a whim so like if you're like i want to try an instrument i'd be like what literally what is stopping you from just picking up an instrument and trying it right or you're like uh you know there's been a girl at work or i'm trying to you know interesting i'd be like well what's keeping you from just you know diving head in and starting a conversation and being like hey <laughs> i'm thomas what's your name whatever you know how um, you doing? How you doing? No. Yeah. I mean, I guess, Mia, if you have anything to add, let me know. But it's like, I feel like the way we're thinking about it is kind of not the way, right way to thinking about it, you know, because we can say, say like, hey, how do I become more confident? But to know why you're not confident, I think it's the first step. I think it's kind of um, a catch-22 situation where, mm -hmm. you know, we're saying that we can only be confident in doing, you know, something once Given we some evidence. have our reps right. in, right? Yeah, there's an evidence right. of like us succeeding in doing that thing in the past. So we have a point of reference. Uh, right. To me, I kind of approach it like if my, uh, my first thought every single time is like, I don't know if I can do this, right. but I just know that I have to do it eventually. Um, right. I think there's one, an element of faith in yourself of like, okay, you just, sometimes you just have to fake it until you make it kind of thing. Right. I mm -hmm. hate to sound mm -hmm. like cliche, um, but I think there's an element of that at play, but at the same time, we also need to 
prepare ourselves to, you know, do whatever it is. Like, for example, if you want to do a presentation or, or you want to lead a meeting or something like that, you have to make sure that you are well prepared to do that. And then you can, you can go into it, you know, um, at your best self, essentially. Right. And then you can, that's how you increase your chance at success. So and that's I, I, how you kind of gain confidence. That's my take. I want to go one step further on that because you just said, uh, fake it till you make it, right? So a lot of people, especially in my industry, they are all faking it till they make it. So they're all <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I know, I know all the answers. Uh, don't worry. And they don't. And they always say to me, Dan, just fake it till you make it. Okay. So I'm like, great. I, I, don't, I don't think that's bad advice. I want to go one step further. I think the best way to get confidence is prepare yourself, prepare to fail. So what I'm saying mm. is instead of being afraid to fail, prepare to fail because what's two of the things are going to happen. You're going to fail, right? One of two things you're going to fail because you, you went in and you, and you lost the sale, let's say, or you didn't, the girl said, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> or you eat a week's worth of focaccia. Okay. So <laughs> one of two things. So, you, so one is you actually failed on this task and two, you, you kind of didn't fail. You prepared to fail, but what in, in the preparation, you, you did a lot of work to make sure that you took the necessary steps to make sure you wouldn't fail. You did a lot of mental reps before you did it. But the key to both of these things is you attempted it. So either you attempted and you failed or you attempted, but you prepared well, you still failed, but in that preparation of failing, you didn't fail as hard. And I think those are the absolute, absolute two most fundamental things basically you have to do to gain confidence because basically it pushes you to the point where you just give the darn thing a shot. And for, I guarantee you 99.9% .9 of people, once they try it and they failed and it, it's really going to suck the first time, maybe even the first five times. But if they, if they, I'm not saying try the same thing five times or 10 times, but like you're, you know, we're, we're humans, we adapt. So like the second time you try again, the third time and basically by the fifth or 10th time you've done that thing enough where you now are confident in that thing. So case in point, uh, I used to be afraid to talk to girls in high school. Okay. Obviously I find I that a, hard to believe. I, I did, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm like, well, let's say I, I would say like at the age of 12, I was very hard. I was very, it was difficult for me to Thomas. What were you yeah. doing at the age of 12? <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, think about these things when you're 12 years old oh, or sorry. do you? No. <laughs> really? No. Really? No. Wait, 12 years old? You weren't thinking about, hey, I, I, I would like to ask the girl out in my class that I've had a crush on since junior high. No, really? 12, years old, 12 years old, I was playing StarCraft. Oh, okay, Usually cool. for guys, All right. yeah, All right. Moss is more the norm, uh, but I guess you're not. I uh, guess, okay. I guess hopefully <laughs> Moss can use my example, but... um. Yeah, like I was afraid and uh, one of my friends, one, I had a really good friend, his name was Randall. He was like, yo, Dan. He was like, Dan, this is what I do, okay? He goes, I go to the mall and then we're like 13 now. So, you know, we're almost in high school. He's like, I ask out 10 girls. I go, what? Just randomly? He goes, yeah. He goes, you know why? Because it only takes one to say yes, they'll go on a date with me. I'm like, yeah, but nine of them are going to say no. He goes, but it doesn't matter because it only takes one. I'm like, huh. That kind of like blew, I'm telling you, 13-year-old Dan, I'm like, because I'm sitting there spending all my time trying to think like, okay, 
I want to, I'm a, I like, how am I presenting myself? Like I'm the really nice kid in class. You know, I'm like, I'll pull out the chair for you. I'll carry your books to the hallway for you. And then by then, you know what happens? She dates the first guy that, you know, she dates another guy in school. Right. And so eventually I'm just like, all right, like once, I mean, this is obviously kind of an extreme example, but it's like, once I program my brain to be like, it's okay to fail. So here's what I was saying. So I'm, I'm not saying I just went out and asked 10 girls out and, and not changed anything, but because I was like, I'm going to prepare myself to fail, but I'm going to try to get, get my delivery right. I'm going to try to present myself in the best way. I'm going to try to, if they initially reject me or show no interest, I'm going to try to pivot and see like how to uh, maybe show myself in a different light or maybe try to keep the conversation going, whatever, and be persistent. Right. So through all this practice, eventually I didn't, I wasn't so like, you know, I still got more rejected more times than not, but I wasn't afraid to go up to a stranger, like literally on the street and be like, hi, excuse me. I'm oh, whatever, you know? And a lot of times they'd be like, no, not it's okay. Or a lot of times I might just get their number. Do you feel like that was a life changing like, moment in terms of uh, how you built your confidence? Well, when I was 13, yeah. Especially on, on the thing of asking somebody out. Cause to me, like I could have been confident. I was confident at school. I played sports, you know, I was good at this and that, but like I had a, I had a huge, I was so afraid to approach somebody that I liked and just to even like get the nerves up to be like, Hey, do you want to get like a, like a Starbucks with me after school? You know, like I just run away. And it was just like some, you know, and, and I do think that it helped me because in the future, I'm like, okay, I try to apply it to a lot of things like, um, you know, my job, my work, you know, personal relationships. Um, I do feel like as I grew older, I felt like this thing really applies to sales because sales is like you get rejected all the time and you have to, like Mia said, you have to, you have to fake it till you make it. But I'm like, why should I fake it till I make it? Why don't I just try to why don't I just do it? And if I fail, I prepare myself to do better next time. But I have to fail a certain number of times before I even get the, the courage to do another sale. And then once I do that, I'm still, and also reminding yourself, you're going to fail more than not in life. So I always remember this, like, you know, and Thomas, you could probably give, you know, statistics or whatever, but like you look at sports, right? Like you guys love, we all love basketball. Basically everybody that plays professional sports are failing at their job every single day. Like whether you shoot 50% from the, you know, from the field, you know, you bat 30% from the plate. I mean, those are like failing statistics, right? Yet you're, you make millions of dollars. So I'm like, even when I get good at something, I'm probably going to fail more times than not. But as, as long as I'm, like dealing with that, as long as I'm tackling the fear of failure head on, I feel like I'm becoming more of a confident person in the situations that I get into. And I actively work at it, you know, like all the things that I feel like I'm deficient at in, in my daily life. I, I read books or I watch videos. Uh, I do a lot of mental reps. So I talk to myself a lot. I memorize scripts. You know, people think like, yo, Dan, how come you could just like call somebody up and talk to him. I'm like, well, I've been sitting there in my car a lot of times and I'm just memorizing a script or pretending to have a conversation because I'm preparing to fail. How do you fail. just walk to strangers to talk to someone when we're going out on our trips? I, I guess that was always been, I know that's always been just like innate because I genuinely, I'm that's very just interested being in people. Dan. Yeah, like that's just, but like, I don't want any, like, I don't care. I don't want anything from them. Like, 
I, I'm just genuinely curious about them. So if they don't want to talk to me, then fine. Like I got nothing to lose. You know, like I, I'm not looking for any reciprocation. I'm just like, oh, hey, how you? Oh, cool. Yeah. How long have you worked here for? Okay. Interesting. Like I find that interesting. And that, that's not normal. Like a lot of people don't find that interesting, but I do. So anyways, I mean, I'd like to also know like what parts of your life right now do you feel like you want to become more confident in? And then on top of that, what's stopping you from doing that? Go ahead, Thomas. Mia. Or Mia. <laughs> no, I think I, I kind of already said it earlier with public speaking, mm. um, with my, you know, s- presenting skills. Um, so I think, you know, for me, like you said earlier, Dan, uh, you, you just have to kind of prepare yourself to fail. For me, it's, it's, something of that uh, something along those lines but also at the same time I try to set small goals for me let's say I have an upcoming meeting that I have to lead right and then I'm gonna be like okay and then in this meeting this is what I want uh, to get out of it and so just to try to prepare myself for that um, and then as long as I can achieve that I'll feel okay about myself you know and then so the next time around um, I can improve upon that and then set a higher goal or set a bigger goal and be like, okay, I want this out of this next meeting. And then you kind of built yourself, you know, uh, up there um, with every single conversation with, or with every single meeting that you have. So that's kind of how I approach it. Yes. Uh, you have to prepare at the same time. You have to kind of be ready to not be too attached to the results, but then at the same time, you also set a goal for yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I'm also wondering, so that's like work, right? Like, let, let's yeah. talk about like, what about personally? Oh my like, God, you got, personally? Like, what about personally? I, I want to know like, <laughs> I mean, the work thing is great, but I want to know like, let's dig deep, you know, like. I have, I have no personal life. <laughs> no, ask, okay, ask questions. Ask. <laughs> okay, like where, okay, is there a part of your personal life I, it could be anything that you you feel like you want to be more confident in. Uh, Thomas, why don't you go first? Okay, yeah, Thomas, <laughs> let's let's start with you then. Professional yeah. or personal? Yeah, um, probably for personal, uh, for dating, probably that. <laughs> that's a big one. But Thomas, uh, you're quite mm-hmm. here, guys. You don't know this, Thomas gets a lot it's of quite dates. the catch he's no not just that he at you thomas you actually go on dates a lot you've dated more people in the last several years than well obviously than me because i have one partner but you know than other friends i know so what is so be more specific like what about because i know you get dates and you've been on dates and you've had many dates so like what is it about that the the romantic part that you want to be confident in yeah uh probably Probably uh, like what you said earlier about in terms of approaching people, that's probably okay. the biggest, that's probably a big one. Um, and then probably on a, a secondary level is like being able to read people mm. like, like more of the, more of the EQ side. So for example, if I were to do what you did and just like walk up to strangers and talk to them, uh, I will inadvertently overstay my welcome. And then they will just walk away from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. 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 Wait, wait, Thomas, Thomas, let me ask you a serious question now. Because of your, because you know that that could be a result, right? Somebody's like, okay, I'm going to not talk to you anymore because you've overstated your welcome. 
Does that prevent you from going up to people off the bat? No, but oh, okay. it's, it's, it's just something I know about myself. Okay. Interesting. So I think for him, actually... it's just like, you know, and this is not <laughs> hypothetical. This has happened before. This has happened before. So you, so you, the thing is, so you're, you're not afraid of going up to somebody. No, right? probably not. Okay. So what are you afraid of then? What part? No, he just he just reads the room wrong sometimes. Okay. So, yeah. but you see, undesirable results. But the thing is, that's so that what that's not a big deal because that's Thomas. That's what makes him unique. You know what I'm saying? Aww. Like that's that's you. <laughs> like you're you're not a you're not a bad guy. You're not a you're not a mean guy. So that's just you. So if that person can't accept it, great. She's bye. not for him. Yeah, like <laughs> see you later. I'm moving on. I'm going to talk to the third person before I reach my 10 and one of them's going to say yes. You also, know, like, also, also your friend Randall at the age yeah. of 13 had the mindset of a Nigerian prince scammer. <laughs> dude, it only he, takes one. That's what he dude, said. It only takes and he one. looked me straight in the eye. We were 13 and we're about to go to high school. And he was like, Dan, he was like, and I go, dang, man, you, okay. I see you. I see. You. And he's, he's, a you know, he's, I can say he's very, you know, he, he had a great, uh, he didn't have problem with the ladies. Let's put it that way in high school. Okay. You know? So yeah. And then also my, my, my real estate mentor kind of told me the same thing where, you know, like I'm just getting, I'm, I'm three years into real estate and I, I do have to tell you, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm very not confident in real estate. I can't I, tell. Okay. You can't tell. Cause I'm faking it till I make it. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Like very specific things. Like when it comes to certain things, I'm very not confident. So when it comes to not dealing with rejection, in fact, I welcome, I'm like, I welcome it. Like when it comes to asking for what, asking for my fee or a lot of times I don't, I don't ask for it straight up. I just, I don't ask for the business. Right. I'm, I'm too nice. I dance around it. Like if I'm meeting a stranger and, and I don't know how, and like, I need to coach myself because I can do this to a stranger on the street if I want to get a date, but why can't I do it when I want their business? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my biggest hurdle right now. And also the person gave me the same example. I was like, listen, you, you got to ask for it. And if they say no, they say no. But it's like yeah. right now, that's what I'm struggling with, you know, because I feel like partly because kind of like what you said, Thomas is like, I feel like if they say yes, they'll find out that I don't know everything about real estate. Cause I'm still, I'm only three years in. That's like, I, I feel that all the time with my current job too, because I'm new to the industry. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like fully aware that I don't know, you know, everything there is to know. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, I guess, okay, there's a term for it. Imposter syndrome. Um, mm. but at the same time, it's, it's okay for us to ask, you know, and we're trying to make a sale or whatever. All you got to right. do is to ask. And then, like you said, Dan, you just be prepared for them to say no. But then if we genuinely think this is how I approach it, because I also need to do, uh, sales to a certain degree. Yeah. We both um, are, we both do sales. Yeah. So just like, if you honestly believe that this is good for them, you're, you're doing mm. everything you can to help them, right? So that in and of itself is already a good intention. Yeah. There's no problem for you to ask them to do it. See, I, I need to listen you're to You're not trying advice. to scam them. <laughs> no, you're not. No, right, yeah. exactly. And that, that's what you said too. And I just need to remember, because when I ask those girls out, 
I'm genuinely like, listen, <laughs> you will have so much. This is what I was thinking. Like, you will have so much fun with me in the very least. I might not be your soulmate or I might be. You might not find me the most attractive. I might not make the most money, but I guarantee you we'll have fun. You know, like there we'll you go. go out. So I need That's to like trans. I need to, I need to tell myself when I approach somebody, I'm like, and, and, and it's, and it's like you were saying, Tom is like, I, I just need a, it's like something in my mind is not letting me do it enough where I feel that every time I step up to the plate, like the cloud of like uncertainty just wears off and I'm just going straight in and being like, Hey, I'm Dan, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. This is what I can provide. I'd love to work with you. Boom. Like it should be that yeah. easy, but right now it's not, you know, and, and I'm still faced with the confidence issue there. And even though I can tell you guys like, just do it, you know, set yourself up to fail when it comes to doing it, it's a different story. Exactly. Which is why I set small goals. So you can small celebrate goals. small wins and then like you that. built yourself up there. You know, yep. you built a ladder for yourself. Essentially. That's what we're, I'm trying to say. Yeah. How do you guys going forward? Like, how do you guys plan on, I guess, becoming more confident or in, in the face of like uncertainty? Thomas. Just try more stuff. Just got to do it. <laughs> but like, okay. So it's easy to say, just got to do it. Can you pinpoint like, okay, this is this, this is like how I'm going to make myself do it. Just press the button. Like to just press it. Whatever message. <laughs> Rip the bandaid off. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Sometimes you just got to okay. do it. Like right. that's, that, it's like going from zero to one, right? It's like one to two is a little yeah. easier, but going from zero to one is always the hardest. Mm. Uh, is there, is there somebody you're thinking of right now that you want to, is there, is there a situation you got going on where you want to send that message to someone? I, I like, don't know. I like how we keep flip flopping back and forth between work and romantic Real, yeah. type of confident and yeah, like yeah. Thomas. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we can help you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I like, I like to pry. You don't have to answer that, but I like to pry and find out. That's actually all we got time for today. Unfortunately. Oh man, I wanted to keep talking about this, but yeah, <laughs> running out of time guys, or at least the time limit on this, uh, recording call. <laughs> oh man, you didn't have to say that, oh, yeah. but yeah, no, we can always continue this conversation next time. I also, um, something that we talked about that we didn't get to discuss today is where's that, you know, how do you, there's that fine line between confident and arrogant. So I feel like we can discuss that next and then, yeah. you know, Ooh, how to draw the line between the two, you know, and all that good stuff. So that's for later. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye.